Santa's reindeer traveled to the Vatican on a business trip to unite. Somebody write this. Hi, and welcome to Somebody Write This, where we use a random plot generator to give us an idea, and then we brainstorm how that could be a thing somebody might want to write. I'm Hannah. And I'm Jenny. And to help us with our brainstorming today, we have a guest. Let's welcome Richie Norton. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're so I'm glad here. to have you on the podcast. Yes, um, me too. You guys are amazing. I love this. I'm already excited. I'm a little scared, I gotta be honest, but this is gonna be fun. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited for the story. Um, before we get started, though, let's give the listeners a little sense of who you are as a story reader, watcher, teller, whatever it might be. Tell us a little bit about what are the stories that you, what kinds of stories or characters or themes do you really tend to gravitate toward? Well, I might be different than many. I focus on whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I gravitate towards, but I do, I do like the hero's journey, you know, mm. and um, I'm typically writing nonfiction and I'm typically writing around creating lifestyle and entrepreneurship and those, and those kinds of things. But I am a, a super fan of all things that center around how hard life can be but how you can overcome, you know, rocky kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, absolutely. Yeah. As you work with, with other people to improve their own life story and improve their own journey, how do you, do you, have you found that connecting it to fictional stories is also useful? How has that developed the way that you speak about this? Yeah, as by way of like a shared or common knowledge of a, of a, as a metaphor. One of the most helpful things to people is like a metaphor and also a metaphor inside a metaphor. So we could be talking about X, Y, Z, and then say, like we just, like I just did, like mm -hmm. Rocky, <laughs> like Rocky, and all of a sudden I could have said Harry Potter, you know what I mean? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And, and, and I, I could I could have said any story, but immediately you and I have a shared understanding of what that might mean, what that looks like. I like that. Do you find that that there are specific ones that people tend to use as uh, as descriptors of their own journey or as aspirational goals for their for themselves? <laughs> that's a that's a good question. The, the classics are always there, and then when you talk about like what's new and relevant, it's usually some Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know, we like to use these comic book heroes and things like that. And, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. it, it, but then, I mean, you can always jump into Shakespeare and, you know, you can always, people are always are plucking out a character here and there, you know what I mm -hmm, mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just, uh, but when I, that's a good question. When I talk to people, is there one that people uh, talk about most? Honestly, Harry Potter comes up a lot, probably mm -hmm. because it's new and, er, new er, <laughs> in the scheme uh -huh. of, of writing for thousands <laughs> of years, right? <laughs> yeah. But then, I mean, we'll just be honest, like throughout history, it's it's been these religious biblical or whatever religion and, and, and text you use we've been mm -hmm. using these these people as ways to justify and or illustrate what our life is and what it might look like i'm curious for cool. you do you feel like there's a fictional character or a fictional story that has been that has felt interwoven with your own journey oh you know the first one that comes to mind is he-man i don't i don't know he-man was nice. really cool <laughs> <laughs> You know, drawing on the powers of gray skull and stuff. Casually <laughs> compares himself to He-Man. It's, it's 
I've been seeing that uh, that meme go around where it's like, name the four TV characters that you're most like. And then I had a friend who was like, okay, so there's a difference between the TV characters I'm most like and the ones that I hope that, that I want to be. Yeah. Um, and so so I'm curious, like if, if He-Man is one of those for you, like maybe it's like, actually, I do see this in me or I want this, I want to be this aspect of him someday or if it kind of encompasses everything. Uh, I think He-Man is probably better to say out loud than SpongeBob SquarePants. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much we're gonna we're gonna scoot on to the storytelling portion of this and come back at the end and give you a time to to share uh some of the work that you do uh as a reminder this is the story that we're fleshing out today santa's reindeer travel to the vatican on a business trip to unite <laughs> so fantastic to start with because in one sense we all know who santa's reindeer are but in another, don't we really only know their names? I want this to be about one of the other reindeer that does not get a story. <laughs> oh, so like reindeer, reindeer singular. Uh, it could be maybe two of them, maybe Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my first question to help unravel this a little bit is the to unite is really throwing me off. Is the business trip intending to unite something? I don't know. What are they trying to unite? Wait, 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 wait. I thought that Santa Claus was reuniting with his reindeer maybe maybe they're maybe they're reuniting with santa who is at the vatican they they definitely got separated for some reason well okay he he is a saint yeah it's true oh now that's a good connection we could bring in like the actual saint nicholas yeah Mm -hmm. who's hanging out in the vatican has santa (laughs) not been at the north pole for several years has he been lounging around in the vatican and the reindeer had been doing all the work yeah so saint nicholas the vatican the the vatican this makes sense the reindeer i they're obviously not in the north pole anymore because that's where they work but i think where they're from is actually scotland and so (laughs) they were there doing something and uh, somehow, somewhere, they, they may have found a loop, you know, a hole in the universe where time collapsed. And um, they ended up giving presents to children all over in the, in the world of Avatar, where the blue aliens are. You know <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a portal involved here somewhere in time travel. <laughs> We have joked that we bring guests on partly because uh, if it was just up to Jenny and I, we would just do sci-fi every single time. And this way we get, we only get sci-fi about half the time this way, <laughs> which is good. Last one we did wasn't sci-fi. This one might be. So the, the, they're on a business trip. They're going to the Vatican for business. Is the business just to get Santa back on board <laughs> to get St. Nicholas from his Vatican vacation that he's been on for far too long? Actually, I think if, if we're going in this direction, we didn't know this about Santa, but he he has to report to the higher ups oh. as a saint, and uh, he hasn't been very good. And he, his his all of his presents he's creating are turning into coal for other children, which is a problem because the children weren't bad. It was oh, just some of the nice. problems he's been having, so he needs to work that out. <laughs> and the reindeer yeah. are angry because they're yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're unionized, and their union <laughs> their union boss told them they had to go on strike. And some of them want to do it. Some of them don't. They're afraid of the effects it's going to have on their children. They love Santa. They know it was a mistake. 
I love the idea that Santa himself has violated the naughty or nice yes. thing. And so that, I love that. I kind of like the idea that maybe they don't really, that he didn't tell anybody, that he just disappeared and was like, I'm going to go figure this out. I'm going to go to the Vatican. I'm going to report the higher ups. I'm going to figure out what I need to do to fix this. And they have no idea. <laughs> like they don't know what happened. Santa just disappeared. And they've been like, well, we got to keep doing the work. Like it could easily have been 50 years or something, like a really long time. His story is epic. I mean, yeah, this, yeah. This, this could be equal unto Star Wars. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it has that, it has that, like, eternal vibe where the principles here could just live on and, and be used to demonstrate all kinds of things in, in our lives. And Disney will pick it up. You know, eventually we're going totally. to Disneyland. There will be a, a ride there. Yeah. This, <laughs> well, see, I'm, I'm wondering about the other saints involved. Is he buddies with, like, St. Peter? Or yeah. like St. Christopher, they, you know, they're do all they... hanging out in the Vatican. <laughs> of course yeah. they are. Yeah. Like, what no, do they have to say about his behavior? And then has no, Santa it's... been missing from the North Pole since the days of actual St. Nicholas? Like St. Nicholas became known because he left the North Pole and was out trying oh. to like do penance for his bad, <laughs> for his bad deeds. And it still isn't, it didn't work. So he disappeared again. That's a great angle. <laughs> so, the, so yeah, so they go to the Vatican on a business trip to find, they hear that Santa's hiding down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're like, we need to get him back to do because we are we we need him to be heading up this <laughs> this Christmas thing. We're because, tired because of the doing... world has changed. You know, wooden toys changed. just don't cut it anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you can play into the um, every Santa Christmas story has something about like the problem of uh, of kids not believing in Santa anymore. <laughs> like mm. that's a theme for so many of these. So maybe that's exactly what's happening. They're like. They don't really have a way to be like, no, there totally is a Santa because he hasn't been there in like 150 years. <laughs> that <laughs> makes so much sense. Know, this is really good. I, I imagine the opening scene where it's actually you picture a close up of an, there's an old man in these harsh conditions and then it kind of zooms out and you see it's actually his, his workshop there in yeah. the North Pole, but it doesn't look jolly. It actually looks horrifying. Mm -hmm. uh, it, look, it looks pretty, but like mysteriously, why is this? And we realize something happened when he was younger and he was banished there mm -hmm. and him going around the world is his penance of somehow he has to give children mm. presents every to make up for, for whatever happens. And I have never heard like, that angle before and I love it. You know, he, he's going to, he's about to finish his term and he's going down there to like talk them through it. But, he, but he's done so much good that he actually fell in love with the work and doesn't want to end it. And, uh, and some, maybe some bad guy takes the reindeer because the reindeer, are like his witnesses showing support that it was like he did all the good things and he's ready to <laughs> be, be a free so Santa, but still still do it. And then it turns into this whole thing. <laughs> it's like the trial of Santa Claus. The reindeer are going to the Vatican right. to testify. So, so, right. so like it's his parole hearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have this. We have this beginning. I'm going to pause for a second to give us our randomly generated title. Our title is the Battlefield Man. Oh, wait, wait, is this still part of the Santa thing, or are we doing? It's a whole still new still part of the Santa thing. We just have okay, a title, okay. a randomly generated title for it. I'm assuming Santa is the Battlefield, the battlefield Man. Battlefield Man. No, but it's, what if that's what if he used to be like some ancient mythological god of war? And oh. then his penance is being Santa Claus. Because he killed so many people. Well, what, if, what, what if this battle man was introducing a new character and this was the person that he's at odds with? Because he definitely Ooh. needs an enemy to push against. 
Mm. But, you know, obviously his enemy's going to turn out to be like a Mr. Miyagi. You know what I mean? And, and like, <laughs> who actually was helping them out. They just got confused somewhere along the line. Well, or I was wondering if Santa's, <laughs> if Santa's been trying to do penance all these years uh-huh. and never seems to make it out. Maybe it's because the battlefield man is still doing bad things, but framing Santa for them. Ooh. And so, so Santa's reindeer go down <laughs> to and try like, to look, testify in his favor. Yeah, and look, we need to clear this up. Yeah, so maybe they're solving the mystery of all these things that he's being accused of doing. We don't think Santa would do that. We've seen how he's been, (laughs) like, genuinely wanting to do good for the children of the world. Um, And then they find the battlefield man who is, who could be like, yeah, like an ancient war god or or something like that who is is just doing all kinds of terrible things and framing Santa for them. Or even like the horseman war, if you want to go that direction. But instead of being that, they're reindeer. (laughs) Yes. So the battlefield man also has reindeer. I like it. The four horsemen are actually reindeer men. That's actually where it begins. That's what they were doing. They they, they raised reindeer. Is one of Santa's reindeer a spy? Of course. Like one of them is working for the battlefield man. It has to be Rudolph because he, he has was, a red nose, and the reason it's lighting up—he was up the is late addition. It's, it's actually an antenna; it's sending signals. It's, 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 <laughs> and Santa yes. trusted him and put him at the head yeah. of his sleigh. Yeah, you you thought that the glowing was to light the way; it was for an entirely other purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was saying, "Hey, battlefield man, here's where we are." So That's he could follow there's... behind. He could follow behind everywhere that Santa went and do something terrible to these children's homes. <laughs> or yeah, like like, uh, like Jack Skellington switching yeah. out all the presents for creepy stuff. It, it makes it brings to mind like Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> uh, the oh yeah, movie, you mm. saw it, which is yeah, like this sort of mm. um, fable take on this on the the mythical creature's story, and so uh, with this sort of darker undertone, but still for kids. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of I like this as like a weird santa related mythos <laughs> um, where you've got this character who is trying to undo all the good that he's been doing if- well it, it, because there has to be a reason maybe it's not just revenge it's fear that something will be found out you know what i mean Ooh, like there's a secret somewhere yes. between these two uh yeah. santa has to always be the good guy but we're going to take him back as like having this is the hero's journey we were talking about, right? Yeah. Something yeah. happened. He's doing his thing. He's overcoming it. He falls in love with it. He has an adversary. And uh, he's called some, what do you call some kind of a battlefield man or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. And, uh, oh. and, and these two have some, they have to confront in some way, shape or form. And uh, somehow the Vatican is like uh, either orchestrating this or approving it or disapproving it. But somehow, they're the, they're creating the structure and it all turns out well in the end because uh children still get their presents and their yeah. presents are not coal they're actually presents i go. think oh, yeah. the, i think the final <laughs> battle has to come down to the reindeer this is the rain the reindeer are the central characters so i think it does have to come yeah. down to rudolph leading the battlefield well, man's well no wonder they never let him play the reindeer games he was a tattletale <laughs> <laughs> it could be no that that's that it could be this this war of of the reindeers too yeah and yeah. Uh, for better or for worse or somehow it's mutual i mean we're getting some uh, narnia stuff going on here i think but um <laughs> well, mythologically i mean didn't the goddess diana would turn into a deer no i guess it's a deer mm. not a yeah. reindeer but like mythologically reindeer have a place. They, yes. they have a place there they have yep. history well look at and now we have teams santa has his reindeer and now we're introducing a whole other host of reindeer from battle man 
so idea rudolph's red nose is um is not only a signal but it's also there like the battlefield man's rude uh reindeer look different than santa's reindeer like there oh. is an actual different design and the the nose is maybe part of a of a of a disguise like as long as he keeps the nose on he looks like a regular reindeer oh. somehow like it's, wait, like it's... Or, wait wait what if what if battleman's reindeer all had red noses and and, and we, thought, we thought rudolph was unique but he just really wanted them <laughs> <laughs> just picture like this army of reindeer with angry red noses and it's like really scary looking <laughs> i don't know i think there are a couple different ways it could go it could be just like supremely weird and silly yeah but i think but i do think like there there is like an undercurrent to like the idea of santa having this checkered past <laughs> yeah and trying to make up for it and over hundreds of years still not being able to there could be like a like a darker fairy tale vibe to this that I think could be really interesting depending yeah. on you know this sort of good versus evil yeah um, mm-hmm. it could go all kinds of directions I think the premise though or the question that sets it up why is Santa Claus in, in the North Pole and that this is some sort of mm-hmm. banishment yeah creates a whole new way of looking at Santa Claus it <laughs> you really know does I mean? like my mind is blown <laughs> and I want somebody to make a story like this so much and the potential for like the deeper themes tied yeah. into mythology and and traditional theology even since we're going to the Vatican yeah um what what, what blows my mind is that you threw some random things together that <laughs> you thought would be interesting and funny but somehow we actually connected the dots <laughs> uh-huh. every time That's- that's you my know, favorite it, thing about this. Yeah, like, like, like. I mean, besides like the blue alien people in Avatar, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like the direction of the saint to the Vatican, and then like the North Pole to being way out there as a banishment. Like, that's mm-hmm. our story. That could. I mean, it's stupid, but yeah. it's awesome. And that's something that someone literally could flesh out there. Yeah. yeah. You guys are rad. That was super fun. I don't know what happened <laughs> now, but I, I'm still scared of what what this what someone's going to do with this but here we yeah. are <laughs> well, this, this is where we tell our listeners you know what what is missing you 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 take over the story now and write something yeah. make something or draw something or record something oh, i want this so to be a graphic cool. novel i think oh yeah like that's what i'm picturing yes. like this sort of uh, this sort of like fairy tale not quite like gritty <laughs> you know a, a style but something a little bit darker a little bit more ominous and i think this can make a really interesting and lovely graphic novel i with agree playing out with these themes well uh, uh, just, just one more thought yeah if you here's this for fun for someone if you type in three the reason i had the reindeer go to scotland because I, I went to scotland recently and mm. my oh, wife cool. and i's dream was to hang out with reindeer so we went there and hung out with reindeer oh wow we, we, we did this i've also been to the vatican this is why i chose this because i thought oh i have some oh. something interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um to, to, to think through, even though I didn't bring any of that up, I just thought of it, you know, <laughs> in my head. <laughs> no, it's... Happening. Well, probably um, when you went to the Vatican, you didn't see Santa on trial for his life <laughs> with reindeer, <laughs> with reindeer testifying could, it, in his favor. It, it could have been in one of those paintings, you know, somewhere. There's, there's a <laughs> right, lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. Easter eggs. <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> in fact, they were telling about some of these things that the, the, the jokes that were written into some of these paintings was like, uh, at the time you know what i mean you're like oh that's so funny crazy yeah. stuff anyways type in on netflix type in scotland i did this you know we're sitting here in quarantine and not much to do but there's still mm-hmm. tons to do i like to write I, I like to have some background noise i don't like to be completely silent anyway oh, yeah. so i'll have some background there's nothing on you know you've either seen it all or you don't want to watch it or you don't want to get invested and watch all of them for like 20 days in a row you know there's all these <laughs> these, these these things i started typing in things by area 
So I typed in Scotland because I love it there so much. And, you, and all these really cool things that are set in Scotland are there. Mm. And it's all, not always, but like the, the old school ones talking about the past. There are always these battles mm. of kingdoms or, and or the fractions of one kingdom. You, you know, you, you get the idea. That actually sets the stage for this. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, cool. Here's this thing, reindeer supposedly were and or are, you know, and Scott are trying to reintroduce them. They kind of disappeared. Something happens there in a battle. Santa goes, gets banished, but he's beholden nice. to the Vatican. Be, or, you know, the, that, that structure. But it can make sense in somebody's head. <laughs> so you can, yeah, you can, you can draw from the legends that we have and weave them together to make this kind of work. Yes. We are just at the, at the end of our time talking about this. I think this is the time where we hand it over to our listeners. If you are inspired by this, I would absolutely love to see this. Oh, this yes, please. New Christmas classic <laughs> about Santa's banishment to the North Pole and attempt to clear his name. So uh, before we wind things down, one of the things that we like to do is uh, recommend stories to our listeners. Uh, I am going to start off and I actually am just going to recommend Rise of the Guardians. I think it's a really solid kids movie. It was uh, so much better than I expected it to be. It was very... um, it's got uh the the premise of it sounds like it's going to be cheesy and dumb and then it ends up being actually this very lovely very beautifully animated story about legends and about myths and about fear and about beliefs and it's a lot better than people give it credit for i think so if this vibe that we ended up with on this show if this this vibe of the story sounds interesting i definitely suggest checking out that movie i think it connects jenny what would you like to recommend for our listeners this week I'm drawing a complete blank. Hold on. That's okay. We'll give you a second. Because I was going to do Rides of the Guardians. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, another Christmas favorite. A Vatican Um, favorite. Vatican favorite. Actually, well, I guess I guess I'll recommend in the lines of if you haven't seen this yet, why not? You need to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. It it is a beautiful movie, and the, the other fun part of it is that you can watch it from October to December because it's also a Halloween movie. It's a gorgeously little told, gorgeous little story with some beautiful musical numbers and the gorgeous animation and the, the creepy beauty that Tim Burton always brings to his creations. And it's one of my favorite movies. So go watch a Christmas movie in August. Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, are what are we doing? What are we doing? I guess when this comes out, it'll be September. It'll be closer. <laughs> we'll get it in preparation for October. All right, uh, Richie, we're going we're gonna to let you offer one as well. It does not have to be a dark Christmas one. That's just what we happen to do. <laughs> um, so oh. yeah, maybe an old favorite, something you keep coming back to, a new favorite, whatever you want. What's a story people uh, should check know. out? If we're talking movies for a second, I was anything claymation, Santa, from like the 60s mm. and 70s whatever oh, yes. those, those are you can't not <laughs> watch <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. if we were going to talk something adjacent to less santa claus and more just like maybe the mystery around mm. around these types of things you know this oh, could yeah. be tied into like da vinci code or something like that you know i don't Ooh. know <laughs> you yes. know what i mean like this is just another one of that. those hidden gems that St. Nicholas has something to do with for some reason, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, um, or, or maybe we get really crazy and say that Santa's a horcrux, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, <laughs> Back to Harry Potter. There okay. So many stories that have connections to but, this one. But, <laughs> yes. but, but if I, if I were to totally break from yeah. what we're talking about now, 
Uh, one would be As a Man Thinketh, very short classic. That'll just change the way you think, the way you look at the world and who, who you are and who you're becoming. And then a favorite of mine that literally has nothing to do with these things, but completely yeah. changed my life is by a guy named uh, Muhammad Yunus. Um, I believe he's won a Nobel Prize. And he invented or created a model to help uh, women work their way out of poverty. And he's been doing this for decades now, I believe. And the book's called Banker to the Poor. And um, it's just a fantastic way, real life way, you know, of, of seeing people under some of the most extreme conditions um, working through systems that actually work and support. And anyways, I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, working your way out because, you know, it's hard to compare, but life's hard. Yeah. Well, life's hard. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for those recommendations. All right. Before we go, Richie, go ahead and let our listeners know how they can find your work, the stuff that you're working on. Where can they find you? Well, if you want to learn more about He-Man and uh, Rudolph <laughs> and Santa, you just go to richynorton.com and all the resources you could ever imagine <laughs> <laughs> are right there. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, we'll make sure and include the include the link in the show description so people can go check you out and see the work that you're doing elsewhere. Very cool. Uh, this was uh, thrilling to say the least. You guys are <laughs> you guys are amazing. I was excellent, super oh, bizarre, but that we're, we're glad you actually, had fun. <laughs> it was actually really fun. So thank you. <laughs> that is that's our goal. I said on the last one, we just want the guests to have as much fun as we are with this bizarre concept. <laughs> It, it's a good time. What you've done is really cool because having those kind of brainstorming sessions, no risk, you know, like, mm -hmm. like no judgment are rare. And, you know, writers, we're all kind of like huddled up mm -hmm. doing our own thing alone, kind of like mm -hmm. Santa in the North Pole, although yes, <laughs> more, more than we imagine. And, uh, but, but what you've created online, I feel like people were able to participate with us, even though <laughs> they're listening yeah. and yeah. uh and can create their own anyways yeah, you guys created exactly. something super unique and creative and i applaud you for that that was yeah. i've never experienced that before that was that was amazing thank you thank you yes. i really i really appreciate that that's you know there's i think we do have something different here than a lot of other uh, a lot of other podcasts and a lot of other storytelling options and i love i do love the collaborative nature of it not only us but i love when we get people uh sending in stuff that they've written that's based on these like that's one of my favorite no. things oh, yeah. you're like i was inspired it, it, i did true. this we no, have the, so much the, fun the, every time if you if you talk to and as you have any any author almost always they'll tell you their best ideas came from stupid ideas, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And then that's what, that's my last book was called the power of sorry, something stupid. It's like, it's like, if you're, if you're doing something that already exists, people already know, how is that smart? Cause smart's already done. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> the smartest yeah. things are things that haven't been done by <laughs> generating stupid ideas that become the new smart. And yeah, here we are. That's right. And <laughs> nobody has yet written a story about Santa's reindeer traveling to the Vatican <laughs> on a business trip. So this is. Oh my uh, gosh. All right. Uh, all right, folks, that is our episode. As a reminder, you can find us every other Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at WriteThisPod. And if you've been inspired by this episode and have questions or comments or a story or anything else, email us at somebodywritethis at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back with another episode in two weeks. We'll see you then. And as they say, he who likes a thing will mention it often. Mm -hmm.